This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So now we get to the third round pick, Dorian Williams. This is where I think we might have a different opinion. So we both mm-hmm. said Dalton Kincaid, starter. Osiris Torrance, backup. What would you say for Dorian Williams, the linebacker from Tulane? Okay, this is between the second and third option for me. I do not think he's starting. Right now, I think Tyrell Dodson has the inside track, and I think Terrell Bernard might even be ahead of him. But I think they like him enough to play him, and he is going to play special teams. So to me, that means he's a backup. I can't see him inactive. I'm going to say backup. I'm going to say starter. Woohoo! I love it. I'm going to say starter. I don't know why. I, I we haven't seen enough of him to base this okay. off of anything. It's just a weird hunch. It's when Brandon Bean drafted him and then came out to us and said, we're going to start him outside. And then the next day it was like, well, actually maybe not. I wonder if they, I don't want to say talk to themselves into having a bigger role for this guy, because I just said 10 minutes ago about how they're very, very slow to incorporate their rookies. Yeah. I just, for some reason, think that they're going, it's, he is certainly not Tremaine Edmonds. I know that, but I wonder if they see the mold and they go, well, that's the guy that's the closest to kind of filling that gap. And we're just going to let him go make plays next to Matt Milano. I, I don't think, I know most people will say that linebacker is their biggest question for the season. I won't argue with you if you believe that. I just think it's a little overblown. I think Tremaine Edmonds was a really good player. I think they're going to miss him, but I think schematically they will be able to do enough where it really doesn't hurt them. And that's one of the reasons why I think they might kind of take a flyer on Dorian Williams. Yeah. I mean, I like what you're saying because let me ask it this way. Rank to me the, 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 the top four most important positions on a, on an NFL football team to you. To me, it would be quarterback one, Mm-hmm. quarterback two, quarterback three, quarterback <laughs> four. It would be quarterback one. Not even in, it doesn't have to be in order. Just give me the top four quarterback, left tackle, cornerback. And then I would probably say edge rusher. hundred percent agree on those four. We didn't say middle linebacker. No. See what you're saying is right. I think because of it's not a Dorian Williams point, it's position point, right? Which mm-hmm. is you can get by, you don't, you can get by with a rookie. You can let him. Could you get hurt? Absolutely. The Bills got hurt in that Jets game by not having Matt Milano and putting Terrell Bernard in. That mm-hmm. happened. It wasn't the sole reason they lost the game. They couldn't score points on offense, of course, yeah. right? They got, but we saw that they got hurt. But there is a big, big difference here, Matt. If you had to start a rookie that's unknown, at, 
let's say Deion Dawkins walked in free agency the way that Tremaine Edmonds did. And we had the exact same situation playing out of in the linebacker. Way different. Yes. At left tackle or an edge rusher, which they've been searching for an edge rusher. Totally different than middle linebacker. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it also speaks to these guys are so early in their careers. So I'm not trying to like provide extra criticism or bury anybody. There was nothing that Terrell Bernard did last year that makes me think like he's got an inside track at the starting job. Tyrell Dodson's a little different. This is a very similar conversation with Tyrell Dodson in my mind to the conversation we had about Dane Jackson a couple weeks ago and you believing that he will start opposite Trey White. To me, Tyrell Dodson is the guy they know. I think it's the guy they trust. I also don't think the upside matches what you will have with somebody like Dorian Williams. And when you're playing next to Matt Milano, I think you can be a little bit more risky. I think you can roll the dice a bit more because you know at least one of your guys is going to be taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. Use one of those young guys. If I, if memory serves me correct, I think Tyrell Dotson's here on a one-year deal. So we don't know what the future looks like for Tyrell Dotson here in Buffalo. He's been on a one-year deal since the end of the league, basically. But yes, you're right. It is. It's like basically every year is a, hey, we like you. We want you back. You got to prove yourself and you can play. You can be a backup, whatever. It's the same situation every year with him and again this year. Yeah, so I, I don't know what it is. I could be so off base and we won't know. We, we probably won't even know in training camp because it's such a weird position to try and keep an eye on. I think it's one of those things we talked about the last episode. I bet Terrell Bernard starts a preseason game. I bet Tyrell Dodson starts a preseason game. I bet Dorian Williams starts a preseason game. We might not know until 8-15 on Monday, <laughs> September 11th who's starting at middle linebacker for the Bills. It felt like that last year with cornerback a little bit. All right, before we move on to the next one, by the way, so our our, our last stance on that was, I say backup for Dorian Williams. Matt says starter for Dorian Williams. Before I get to the next one, you just brought, brought up September 11th in New York. That's the Bills' Monday night game against the Jets. I just came back from New York City. Yeah. Uh, family, we like to go there every year. We like to try and take in a Yankees game. It happened to be two Yankees games this year, July 4th. Cool cool experience going to the 4th of July Yankees game just to be there and say you're at Yankee stadium on the 4th of July, the rendition yeah. of, you know, um, they always do um, God bless America in the seventh inning stretch before taking me out to the ball game. It was amazing just to be there. No fireworks. There was a day game. They don't really do that. Um, but that was cool. What I do want to tell you though, is man, they have jets fever in New York, Matt. I mean, I am looking at Aaron Rodgers jerseys everywhere in New York and he's everywhere you turn. They're talking about the jets, you know, and, and you make conversation with people and, Oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, we came from Buffalo. Oh, yeah, big Bills fans. I'm like, I'm actually one of the Bills radio announcers. Oh, my God, really? Oh, boy, Bills, what do you think about the Jets? It's always, it's not, oh, yeah, they, they might, they'll give you a comment about the Bills. Then they'll say, what do you think about the Jets? Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. I mean, they're the off-season darling, right? Uh-huh. They're the team that's getting more love, more shine than any other team probably in the NFL for the addition of Aaron Rodgers. Totally makes sense. I think it's a bit overblown. I think the Jets are going to be a good team. I think they are a very legitimate contender to make the playoffs. I don't think they're better than the Bills. I don't think they're better than the Dolphins. I still think they're the third best team in the division. I could be completely wrong, but I think for them to be the best team in the division, Aaron Rodgers has to be MVP Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. and I don't think he's going to get to that. I think he's going to be so, so, so much better than what they had, but I still don't know if it's going to be enough to catapult them over the Bills. And over the Dolphins. And by the way, that's not to take any love away from the Giants. We're getting their own anyway. 
A lot of love for the Giants right now in New York City. They're feeling very good about their football teams. Not as much about their baseball teams the way they played lately, but they're feeling very good about their football teams. That said, do you like New York City? Do you like to go? We love it. We love walking New York City. I like being in New York City for a couple days, and then I've had enough. New York City, I think, is a great place for me to visit. I think it would overwhelm me trying to live there, trying to operate day-to-day there. I think it's a fantastic place to go to for two, three, four days. I love New York during the holidays. I think New York during Christmas time is such a cool place to be. I like that we're going this year right at the beginning of the season. I think it's a very big stage to start the season on. I really do. I think for the last couple of years, the Bills have had these like grandiose ways of starting the season. This year, it's Monday Night Football against Aaron Rodgers. It's the game that everybody wants to see last year obviously starting the season yeah I, I like new york city it's not my favorite place to go but i certainly enjoy it i think we are spoiled in the afc east with the travel schedule that we get every year because new york is awesome i love boston and then miami is miami we love Boston as well. We love walking Boston. Shh, you're not supposed to say you love Boston when you're a Buffalo sports fan, right? I mean, but seriously, as much as I grew up despising Boston sports teams, the Bruins, the Patriots, yeah, the, the Red Sox, incredible. city is amazing. It's a great walkable city. New York is as well. Um, yeah, I, I could spend a lot of time in both cities. I will tell you, though, I don't know if you've ever had this experience before we get to our next draft pick. We stayed. We always stay right in the heart. We stayed near Times Square like we always do. And at 1.45 a.m., the fire alarm went off in our hotel. There was a small electrical fire on the second floor, and we had to evacuate in the middle of New York City, Times Square at 2.15 in the morning. Yeah, that's a pain in the butt. Nothing like that has ever happened to me. I'm glad it has never happened to me. That stinks. Let me ask you, you make the, but, but you make the best of it. So know what we did? I'm like, Max. My wife and Max are both there. I'm like, it's 2.30 in the morning. We're in Times Square. Let's go get a slice of pizza. That's what did we you- did. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. That's really cool. Was it any good? Or was it just crappy Times Square pizza? Great. That was great. Uh, the pizza's always good. It's, they have these sides. 99 cents pizza. 99 cent pizza. Bam. You get it, two slices in a, in a can. Two slices of cheese and a can of pop for three bucks. Or two slices of pepperoni and a can of pop for five bucks. I mean, come on. Yeah, but that pizza, the 99 cent pizza is usually pretty terrible. Usually. I, I, I didn't mind it at all. I just want you okay. to. Maybe it's because of the situation we're in. A side tangent real quick. Yeah. Is the a so I think I don't want to speak for other people when we get the schedule, we are looking at where are we going this year? What cities are we going to? I'm always looking at where's my favorite place to go. I would imagine this isn't I I am born and raised in Western New York. I would imagine Buffalo is very low on the list for beat reporters and people around the NFL when they say, oh, they're going to Buffalo. That has nothing to do with the game. I think people probably just don't get excited for Buffalo like they get for some other places. Is the AFC East still, though, the best travel division in the league? Mm, no, I think the NFC West would be. Seattle. That was the, that was LA, the other one I was thinking. San Francisco. Arizona. Arizona? Yeah. I mean, you could even throw that one on the back burner. But, Matt, I actually disagree. I think from, from the reporters that I've talked to and spent time with and interviewing and have my show – they actually really like coming to Buffalo. What they don't like is coming to Buffalo in December. January. Yeah, that's but true. They do really like coming to Buffalo and they get excited. They want to come. They love the food. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing. I've, we, yeah. you know, you meet so many people who work around the industry, who work in different markets, who cover different teams. You can show anybody an incredible time in Buffalo for 48 oh, yeah. hours. You can go and right. do some awesome stuff and eat some amazing food. It's the, Oh no, 
we play the bills in December. Like we got to go deal with that. But uh, from an actual, and also from a game experience standpoint, it is significantly better than a lot of other places in the national football league, just because the vibe is great. A lot of people walk into it for the first time and they're like, Oh my goodness. (laughs) I I remember talking to the guys from the Bengals from the Cincinnati station that we have in Cincinnati for the playoff game. And they got here Wednesday or something. And they were like, this is crazy. They're like, this vibe is unbelievable. Yeah. Like I was like, every week, guys, every week. It is like nothing else in the NFL. Let's get to the next draft pick. We're saying starter, backup, inactive on game day, meaning he makes the roster, but generally doesn't dress or doesn't make the 53. They didn't have a fourth round pick. They did have a fifth round pick. Justin Shorter, the wide receiver out of Florida. Your turn. What do you think? Go first. I think backup. I think I was leaning towards inactive on game day. But I think he has a role on special teams. So I'm going to say backup for right now, teetering between the two of them. And I'll lean a little bit towards backup because I could see him maybe sneaking his way on for some special team snaps. I like your thoughts. I'm the same boat, just like I was for Dorian Williams, leaning one way or the other. It's between the two. But I'm going to go the other way, and I'm going to say inactive on game day. I just don't think there's enough numbers at the wide receiver position to justify him. Now, you could tell me heat, but Sal, and this is, I've said this, he's your replacement for Jay Kumaro. He's your gunner on punt team. Totally fair. Totally fine. He gets a Jersey. Even Brandon Bean said, we think this kid can get a Jersey. That's why we drafted him. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I don't know if you can really have those numbers. So I'm going to say inactive on game day. It feels a little to me like the Khalil Shakir situation of last year. Khalil wasn't a special teams player necessarily. Mm-hmm. But remember opening night, your fifth round pick wide receiver did not dress. And I feel like this is the same with Justin Shorter. And then it's going to be, let's see where this goes with him along the way. Yeah, that's probably right. I think I've seen a couple of people say out there that they think Justin Shorter is going to make an immediate impact. Maybe he will. I, I don't see that happening. I think Justin Shorter is going to be utilized very little offensively. I think if he's on the field this year, most of the time it's going to be for a special teams. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we go back to that thing 192 targets of the 192 targets. What does Justin Shorter make of that? 15? Yeah. Is that too, ma- is that too much? Too many. Yeah. That might be too many. So he, he it's, it's, it is strictly special teams. And look, they don't have to keep a Taiwan Jones this year. He's not on the team. So yeah. you could take a guy from another position that could be Justin Shorter. So I agree with you about all that, but you still have to have the numbers work out. And if you're looking at wide receiver, there's just, you're going to, you're going to dress seven on game day. I don't know if you can do that, right? So I think it's going to be tough because look at the wide receiver group right now. You have six wide receivers you know are going to play, right? Well, I guess mm-hmm. five. So let's just walk through it. Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, Khalil Shakir is going to play, right? He's not going to be inactive again. Yeah. Trent Sherfield, Deontay Hardy. So that's five. You could get to six. That could be your sixth, I guess. Um, I'm not missing anybody, am I? I don't think I don't so. Believe, I don't believe so. No, I think you hit all of them. Well, DeAndre Hopkins, you didn't mention him. <laughs> I did not mention DeAndre Hopkins. By the way, he was not at Bill's OTAs either or no. any of the mini camps. Um, I'm looking now. Desmond Patton would be next on the list. But I guess the reason why I would count is because I'm thinking of Dalton Kincaid like a wide receiver here and how you're going to formulate the roster. So that's why I think that it's it's an uphill battle for him to be active on game day. So I'm going to say inactive on game day. See, I'm uh, almost thinking the opposite because I think you could get away with having two tight ends active okay. pretty frequently with Kincaid and with Knox. Yep. And then you might give yourself a little bit. They also have to figure out running back is Latavius Murray on this team because every single week you're going to have. Yep. 
James Cook active, Damian Harris active, and Naheem's, Naheem Hines active, at least I would imagine. So then, yep. yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's, and the, it's hey, question. look, DB, I mean, there's a lot of decisions that may be made there, and we'll get to one of those in just a minute. We got two draft picks left from the Bills draft class and where we think they're going to fit. <laughs> 